Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is Red Sox Review, and it starts right now. Here's your host, Joe Weil. Red Sox lose to the Cleveland Guardians tonight, 5-2. to two. They're back to 500, and once again, the defense, a big issue for the Red Sox. They commit three errors in the bottom of the fourth inning, and in that frame, the Guardians took the lead, and they would not look back. Joe Weil with you here on Red Sox Review on WEI. If you want to chime into the conversation, which will last all the way up to 11 p.m., here's how you do it. 617-779-7937. Again, 617-779-7937. You can also text us, 37937. A tough one for the Red Sox tonight, and this is a game that is going to drive Alex Cora crazy because it was the defense in the bottom of the fourth inning after the Red Sox were gifted a run in the top of the fourth to allow them to take the lead, the Guardians committed two errors in the top of the fourth that allowed the Red Sox to jump ahead. It was tied 1-1, then they'd go ahead 2-1 after uh, Josh Naylor made an error on a ground ball hit by Enmanuel Valdez that allowed Kike Hernandez to come in to score, who was on the bases thanks to a hit and an error. So it was the second error of the inning for the Guardians. But then the Red Sox gave it right back in the bottom of the fourth inning and that really ends up being the story for the Sox because this has been the story the entire season for Boston Alex Cora a couple days ago stating on the record quote we're not a good defensive team and the Red Sox again showed exactly why that is the case if you want a recap of that inning Ahmed Rosario gets on in a single, and then Jose Ramirez lines one to first. Tristan Casas can't catch it, so that's ruled an E3. It trickles to Enmanuel Valdez. He tries to flip it to Casas. It goes over his glove, and so there's two errors on that play. That sets the Guardians up, and then they end up uh, taking or tying the game on a Josh Naylor RBI single. Then Josh Bell bounces one to third base Devers can't pick it and the the Guardians take the lead at that point three to two they'd add on two more in the bottom of the fifth inning those were earned runs off of Justin Garza and the the offense did not come alive at any point for the Sox just one extra base hit thanks to Connor Wong in the second inning five hits in total two runs and now the offense 55 runs over their last 16 games and they fall again by a score of 5-2. to two. 
I'm very curious to hear what Alex Cora has to say after a loss like this. Let's go to him now and hear what he has to say. Two or three plays there, you know, and uh, that's when they score all those runs. And uh, just, you know, it's one of those that we keep talking about, but we got to get better. You know, there's nothing, I mean, I think enough of talking about it. We just got to perform. What about the way Cutter battled tonight? He threw well. Um, you know, I think the fastball was a tick down compared to um, previous outings, but uh, he did enough. I mean, uh, we stretched him to the fourth. Uh, you know, we didn't make plays, you know, but I think overall, a good one. When stuff snowballs like that and you're just standing there, how difficult is it to watch those? You know, it's frustrating because we're working, you know, and it's just, like I say, it's not lack of effort, it's not lack of uh, work, but, um, you know, this is who we are right now. And, uh, you know, it's just, at some point, you have to slow the game down. I think that's that's it, you know, and, and the first one is effort, right? Baldi. Goes to you know to this side of the bag, uh, kick is right there, but that's effort, you know. And then the other one, Casas doesn't make the play, and Valdi's trying to pick him off and flips it, and the ball goes you know uh, to a dugout. So, you know, lack of effort is not, you know, lack of execution it is, you know. And it's hard because you you, you can't like get on them because uh, they're trying, they're trying, you know. And uh, just right now, it's not happening for us. What do you see with you guys offensively tonight? Um, I mean. He was, you know, it was 50-50, right? He didn't throw too many strikes. Uh, you know, we had situations with, you know, like situational hitting. We didn't perform. Um, obviously, towards the end, we put some traffic. It just didn't happen, so, yeah. What did you think about Murphy? Excellent. Excellent. That was cool to see. Um, good fastball, good breaking ball. Um, we stretch him out, and, uh, you know, I'm glad that he can say he's a big leaguer. Everybody knows the story, right? So, uh it was cool to put him in the spot too, you know, come in with traffic and, uh, you know, the only thing I say, hey man, you're a big leaguer, here we go, have fun. <laughs> Do you have a start for tomorrow? Uh, we we got to make a move and uh, then, you know, obviously we'll announce it, but... Uh, Will be the corresponding? Move? We'll talk about it, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay? He's okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. That last no good, Alex Verdugo was uh, taken out of the game, defensive replacement, Christian Arroyo comes into the game, takes his spot in the lineup, so nice to hear that he is okay. And also Chris Murphy, Major League debut, three to third innings pitched, scoreless, five strikeouts, two hits, one walk. Awesome stuff from the southpaw, but otherwise, tough night again for the Red Sox. The defense, three errors. You heard Alex Cora talk about it, saying, hey, we're working. But in that inning, the three errors end up really killing the Sox offense again. Just five hits tonight in what was a 5-2 to two loss. We're going to dissect the defense, get into some of the numbers and how this continues to be a troubling trend for this Red Sox team. We'll also touch on the offense as well and, of course, get to your calls. 617-779-7937. It's Red Sox Review on WEI. And now let's get what's trending with Andrew. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Threw me in. We're back to Red Sox Review on WEEI. The pitch. Swinging a little looper in a shallow left field. This may drop, and it does. A good read by Verdugo. He's going to score. He crosses the plate standing as the throw comes into third. So Raffi, with a soft hit, drives in the first run of the game. His 50th RBI, and it's 1-0 Boston. That was one of the few highlights from tonight. That gave the Red Sox a 1-0 lead, but they'd end up falling by a score of 5-2 against the Cleveland Guardians. And that highlight you just heard was from tonight's Nissan Red Sox postgame show and your quest for savings at the Nissan Thrill of the Drive sales event. Shop your local Nissan store or NissanUSA.com. Again, the big storyline from tonight, three errors for the Red Sox in the bottom of the fourth inning. That leads to two unearned runs. The Guardians at that point were down 2-1, to one, but thanks to the two unearned runs, they jump ahead 3-2. to two. They'd end up winning this game by a score of 5-2 to two, as the offense never really woke up fully. The Devers hit in the first inning. Gave them that one nothing lead, but they'd scatter after the first just three hits over the next eight innings. As again, they fall by a score of five to two against the Cleveland Guardians. Joe Wild with you here on Red Sox Review. We have Brian Frizoko and Andrew Behan behind the glass doing a fantastic job as always, as they always do. The number to call in, 617-779-7937. If you want to chime into the conversation, we're taking you all the way up to 11 p.m. tonight. You can also text us at 37937 as well. Let's go to the phones. Sean in Worcester wants to talk about Tristan Casas and Raphael Devers. Sean, you're on WEI. How are you doing, Joe? I, I was just thinking, is it time to send Tristan Casas down to Worcester just to get his confidence back in hitting? And then um, my other question is, is Rafael Devis not hitting because he, he signed that big contract and he wants to, you know, you know he's not hitting... Uh, so that's the two questions that I wanted to know. I'll just hang up and listen. All right, Sean, I appreciate the call. Let's let's answer both of those questions. So let's start with Tristan Casas. So I've actually been encouraged from what I've seen from him since the beginning of the month of May. So he had a brutal April, right? We we remember, we watched it, he, he had a 576 OPS, 133 batting average. He was striking out a lot, and he's still done that. But since May 1st on, coming into tonight, 256 average, 363 on base, 462 slugging. Uh, his hard hit rate since the start of May, 46.8%. And he hit a couple balls hard tonight. 
especially that first one he hit to dead center field. I, I, I know Joe and Will thought that ball was going to go out when we were watching it on TV. It certainly looked like it, it might, but it ended up staying within the confines of the ballpark uh, and ends up just being a long fly out to center field. I, I like what I've seen from Tristan Casas as of late. Now, obviously, he goes uh, 0 for 3 tonight for the Sox, and there's another strikeout mixed in there. For, I beg your pardon, 0 for 4 tonight for the Sox. Uh, and he mixes in a strikeout. So the average now, 194, and the OPS still below 700. But I do think that there's an upward trajectory for Tristan Casas. Devers, I don't think the contract is is why he's not performing well. That I don't think he's, he's wired that way. I, I think he cares about performing. Some of the underlying metrics will say that he has been unlucky, and I do think that that is true. But the results have just not been there. And I've harped on this time and time again. If you're going to sign somebody like Devers to a long extension like the Red Sox did, your on-base percentage needs to be above 300. And it's still not at this point. Now, he does come through with two hits tonight. Uh, So the the on-base still at 299 despite going two for four in this game. But I, I think overall this season, I I think it's fair to say that you've been wanting more. And, and I don't think you're crazy at all to say that because especially from a power side, he hits the two home runs on May 19th against San Diego. So he's up to 13 at that point. But he hasn't hit a home run since. And, and I've been trying to track where he, he started to fall off a little bit in April. First 17 games of the season, he was hitting 286, 333 on base, 657 slugging. He had seven home runs at that point. So from April 19th on, he's got a sub-700 OPS and just six home runs. So the power has just not been there, and they've really needed him from a power side because this this Red Sox offense at the start of the season from, from a power side was performing. Now, last year they did a, did a pretty good job offensively. I, that kind of gets lost in their down season, but they were a solid offensive team. One thing they didn't do was hit for power. That is, once again, becoming the case for the Sox this year. But through the first month of the season, you combine March and April, they were tied for eighth in Major League Baseball from a power side with 37 home runs. They came into tonight 19th in Major League Baseball with 66. So after you know doing that you know, through the first portion of the season, the first full month really, 37 home runs, they have, they have fallen off in that category. Endeavors not hitting them obviously kills them. And uh, Masataka Yoshida, you know, he, he posts another hit tonight. I've I've loved watching him hit. He's been one of the best hitters in baseball since April 20th. That's when he started that 16-game hitting streak and has kind of been on his way since then. And I think he's got a solid shot to get into the All-Star game and be at least one of the Red Sox representatives. But, you know, outside of him and, and, and Verdugo, I think the two best offensive players that you've had this year, there just isn't a whole lot from a night-to-night threat basis that the Sox have been able to 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 maintain consistently and you look at the bottom of the lineup you know Jaron Duran's really fallen off since after a hot start it was awesome to see the way he was performing at the beginning of the year and but he he hasn't been the same player you know after getting off to such a a, a strong start first 28 games you know he's he was hitting 361 588 on base I'm sorry, 588 slugging percentage. Last 15 games coming into tonight, 140 batting average. And, uh, you know, again, tonight, not a whole lot doing on the offensive side. He's 0 for 3 with a walk. So he's 
slumped. And Manuel Valdez, we saw a lot of good things at the beginning on the offensive side. He's not hitting at all as of late, so that's killing you. Kike Hernandez hasn't done really anything all season long. So the, the offense, from what it was as a unit through the first month plus, about like first month and a half, they were a legitimate top five offense in Major League Baseball. That just has not been the case, and that's why now they're ten and seventeen over their last twenty seven games. That's not all of it. We're going to get to some of the other aspects of it, but that is part of the story. Devers needs to 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 rise and and be a guy that starts to put it together consistently for the Red Sox to have a chance to compete for a wild card spot. If you're just joining us, Red Sox lost today 5-2 to two against the Cleveland Guardians. They're now 31-31 and 31 overall in the season. If you want to join the conversation, you can call in at 617-779-7937. Again, 617-779-7937. Joe Weil with you here on Red Sox Review, taking you all the way up to 11 p.m. All right, the defense... Another huge part of the story tonight and another big issue for the Red Sox this entire season. And I, I let off with that here for Red Sox review. And to me, that, that ends up being the true story of the night for the Red Sox because they had a lead, 2-1 going into the bottom of the fourth inning. They were gifted a run in the top of the fourth inning with Josh Naylor making the bad plays of all bad plays. He, he was taking it to first, then he just lost it on a ground ball by Enmanuel Valdez, and that allowed Kike Hernandez to come in to score. So they were up 2-1 to one at that point, but uh, the defense for the Red Sox faltered. So they were up going into the bottom of the fourth. Rosario leads it off with a single, and then Jose Ramirez hits one to first. Casas can't field it cleanly. That's an E3. The ball trickles to Enmanuel Valdez, who then tries to flip it to Casas. It's too high for him, so it's an E3 plus an E4 on the play. Second and third, nobody out. Josh Naylor comes through with an RBI single. That ties the game up at two, and then Josh Bell reaches on an E5 for Devers, and that puts the Guardians ahead 3-2. to two. They don't look back after that. And it ends up being a Red Sox loss. But this has just been a killer for this Red Sox team this year. And I was looking at the numbers coming into tonight because I knew they weren't good. But coming into this game, Red Sox defense, third in Major League Baseball in errors. So now they've added three more to that. They were at 40, now they're at 43. Throwing errors, that's been a huge issue, especially with Kike Hernandez. But that was tied for most in Major League Baseball. 24 outs above average per fan graphs. 26th in Major League Baseball. Defensive run saves. 27th in Major League Baseball. Fielding percentage, 28th. It's all bad. And especially on the infield, it has not been good pretty much all year long. Devers has been the one keeping the whole unit afloat, but I think his defense has sort of fallen off since the start of the year. So the defense, it desperately needs Trevor's story. That's something we've been preaching on this program for a long time. But as a unit, it just hasn't performed up to capability, and there's a lot of question and fair questions as to why this team was built this way that defensively, the way you could project it out wasn't going to be pretty. I do think, and I know I, I know I thought this, I did think even though he's a rookie, Tristan Casas would be a little bit better at first base, but he's 32nd out of 38 qualified first baseman and outs above average. So minus four in that category. Valdez, he has been really tough at second, and now you have to figure out a way to justify playing him on a consistent basis because at least he was giving you offense at the beginning, but his offense has completely fallen off as of late, and now he's a sub 
uh, sub-replacement level player at this point. Hernandez, we know the story there. He leads all shortstops in errors. He actually didn't get rule uh, charged with an error earlier in this game on a play he, he, he should have made. It was a little ground ball up the middle, and it could have been just a double play ball, but he, he just he, he didn't get it off in time. Or he, I'm sorry, he bobbled it and then was able to recover and get the out at second base. This was back in the second inning. He doesn't get rolled with an error, but again, that should have been a double play ball. It was hit right back up to him. Doesn't end up happening. So the, the, the infield defense has been an absolute disaster for the Red Sox this year, and it, it showcases itself again tonight with the three errors coming from the infield in that bottom of the fourth inning. That allowed the Guardians to take the lead. They'd end up going to win this one by a score of 5-2. to two. And now the Red Sox, after a 21-14 and 14 start, are now back to being 500 at 31-31. and 31. The number to call in, 617-779-7937. Again, 617-779-7937. I do want to get to some positives in Red Sox Nation tonight. There are a few. I promise there are. And that's not me being cynical. There is There are some great things to highlight, You know, both on the farm, what happened in AAA Worcester, a couple of guys that were going to get back soon, rehabbing, having some nice days. And then on top of that, Chris Murphy's Major League debut where he tosses three and a third scoreless, two hits, no runs, walks one, strikes out five with family in attendance. Awesome moment, awesome story there. And he ends up making his Major League debut and excels in it. The only problem is it comes in a loss for the Red Sox, 5-2 to two against the Cleveland Guardians. Let's go back to the phones. Wally and Fall River wants to chime in on the conversation. My man, Wally, what's going on? What's up, Joe? Back to normal. I mean, we knew at the beginning of the season we didn't expect much from the Red Sox. I mean, we had that little spread. Everybody was shipping, and uh, a lot of guys were red hot, but they really cooled off. Now, as far as Rafi, he's our only legitimate home run hitter. You're not going to get 30 bombs from Yoshida. He's more or less, uh, you know, he's going to use the wall. He's going to hit about maybe 310, not hit about 20 homers and knocking about 85 runs. After that, there's a big drop-off, a really big drop-off. Uh, we've got a Swiss cheese defense. You can't do uh, – between shortstop, second, and uh, first base, you really got no uh, uh, power or, or any any kind of offense right now. But uh, Cassis is really struggling. Rafi doesn't look the same. I don't think it's a contract, but I think he's trying to do too much. Uh, Wong's cool, cooled off. Everybody's cooled off. But there's so much talks about this team, even the broadcasters, uh, OB and Yuke, about drawing walks. What good are the walks if you can't drive anybody in? Uh, especially at Fenway Park. You've got all them left-handed batters. Nobody can really use, knows really how to use that wall to their advantage. Uh, I know none of them are Wade Boggs or Fred Lynn, but uh, this team's just too left-handed. Uh, what did the pitching coach have some influence on this, uh, Joe? Well, and, and while I appreciate the call, th- there's a lot that Wally touched on. You know, he was talking about the offensive side of things and, and the struggles there. And it, it, we've been while wa- now watching it for several weeks, this offense just not be what it was at the beginning of the season because that's what carried them to a 21-14 and 14 start. It was the offense performing at a very high capability, and I think at this point we could fairly say they were outperforming really what the expectation was of them. But 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 Wally just hit on a couple guys. I, I, with Devers, again, some of the underlying metrics you see on baseball, Savant will say that he has been unlucky. I, I do agree with that. That being said, he's still been a little too aggressive at times, and, and I think that's why you see that sub-300 on base percentage that, I, that I've continued to harp on. You just can't have that 
as being the uh, the landmine uh, of this Red Sox offense or needing to be that landmine of the Red Sox offense. And again, if you're the guy that's going to be signed to the big contract as Rafael Devers was, and I still believe was deservingly so because of what you've seen from him in his career, you know, I think he deserved that 11 years, $331 million that he got, but you need to step up. And I think one thing he's been adjusting to this season is not having the protection that he had in years past for, uh, you know, when he was in the lineup. You think about the team from two years ago and all, all the great hitters that they had. You know, you had Kyle Schwarber, but obviously J.D. Martinez, Xander Bogarts, guys batting both in front and behind him in the lineup. So it, it, it's different this year because he's the guy that all the all the pitchers on the other side and the pitching staffs are game-planning against and, and he just hasn't been the same player. It, it looked like he was going to be at the beginning of the season. I'm still holding out hope that this changes as the year progresses. But, you know, again, despite having a couple hits today, uh, I think you can still be wanting more, and I think that's fairly acceptable as a fan to, at this point, wanting your franchise guy to be doing a little bit more. Again, he's not the story tonight. He goes two for four, but the rest of the offense... Again, non-existent. Casas with no hits again tonight. Hernandez, another tough night at the plate. Uh, Jaron Duran, you know, uh, he he continues to slump uh, from what we saw at the beginning of the year. So all all tough stuff. And again, Valdez at the bottom of the lineup. He hasn't given you much now for several weeks. Joe Wilder with you here on Red Sox Review. Again, the number to call in, 617-779-7937. Before we go to break, let's go back to the phones. Gonzo in Cohasset wants to talk about the struggles in the offensive lineup. Gonzo, how you doing? Gonzo, are you there? I'm doing great, brother. Yeah, I'm here. Can you guys hear me? Uh, we can hear you. Yeah, no, I'm doing great. I'm just, you know, is is. Is discussing what's happening with the offense and the defense. You know, you got a lot of guys playing out of position. You have to counter, count that into perspective. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a ball player myself, and I can tell you, I'm a right fielder. When I play right center or center field, I feel like out of place. And I feel that with Kike Hernandez specifically. He's officially an outfielder. You have him playing in the infield. Of course, he's going to make a mistake. Of course, he's going to try to, like, make up for it and make mistakes. And I feel like they just need to go back to basics. Gonzo, I I really appreciate the call there. And and you're hitting on everything that we're talking about. And Kike Hernandez, right, we saw him back out there in center field on Monday, and it was a Kike Hernandez we saw in 2021. He was an awesome defensive player and also just a huge asset for the Red Sox that year. You put him at shortstop, a position he's not as comfortable with, and that's clearly been the case. And you could see on a couple plays even tonight, he's he's definitely in his head right now with all the mistakes, being the guy that's leading Major League Baseball in errors and and he's been a part of the problem. A guy that that wanted to step up this year, he was going to take a leadership role, but offensively and defensively, he hasn't given you much. And, and and it's killing the Red Sox. Again, the infield defense continues to be a massive problem for this team. It's been the case pretty much the entire year. And sometimes it's not the reason in a specific game they lose. I, I think in this one, they're they're 1A outside of the offense on the other side. But again, the Guardians beat the Red Sox by a score of 5-2 to two at Progressive Field. 
And the Red Sox are now 31-31 and on the season. Again, I did mention that there are some positives from tonight in Red Sox Nation. We're going to touch on Chris Murphy. We'll hear from him after his Major League debut in which he tossed three and a third scoreless innings while striking out five. We'll also get you an update on AAA Worcester's rehabbers, Yu Chang and Adam Duvall, and hear how they perform tonight. Also get you one update from AA Portland that you'll like to hear. You're listening to Red Sox Review here on WEI. From the Rubenstein Law Studios, 1-800-BOS-LEGAL. This is WEEI, New England's sports original. This is Red Sox Review on WEEI. Welcome back to Red Sox Review on WEEI. We're taking you all the way up to 11 p.m. Joe Weil with the year. Brian Frizzoco manning the board behind the glass. Andrew Bean, the great manager in beside him. Red Sox lose today 5-2 against the Cleveland Guardians. The Red Sox now 31-31 on this season. And again, the two killers tonight for the Sox, defense and hitting. Three errors for the Sox in the bottom of the fourth inning that lead to two unearned runs that allow the Guardians to take a 3-2 lead. They tack on two more after that. And then the Sox offense, five hits, four singles, one double. And after the first inning, they managed just three hits against the Guardians, who are now 28-33 in 2023. I mentioned before we went to break that I wanted to touch on some of the positives uh, in the Red Sox world with a lot of negativity surrounding the team. They're now 10-17 and 17 over their last 27 games. And then offensively, they've now just scored 55 runs over their last 16 games. But a cool story from tonight, Chris Murphy making his Major League debut, his mom... His sister and girlfriend were in attendance. Uh, Jemai Webster, uh, Nesson's uh, field reporter, obviously, uh, he went to go interview them and, and had a chance to talk to them. And you could just you can hear the emotion in their voices. Uh, getting to see Chris Murphy on the mound for the first time in a big league game, he was great too. Three and a third innings pitch, two hits, no runs, walks one, strikes out five in relief. The, the Red Sox pitchers in total, there were four on the mound tonight. Combined for eight strikeouts, but he had five of them. So awesome stuff. He was a 2019 uh, pick by the Sox. He was drafted in the sixth round. And again, to have all all the, the the family and his girlfriend in attendance, and it was it was so fun to hear him talk about how he he got the call that he was going to be called up to the Red Sox. He had birthday plans on Monday, and then he got a call saying, "Hey, you're going to be called up to the big leagues. What could be a better birthday gift than that?" But at the time, he was cleaning out the back seat of his car with his girlfriend in preparation for a birthday outing with friends, and then he received the call. Um, and then uh, once the good news was delivered, he didn't put the foot down, uh, the phone down. Uh, he, he put it on hold. He called his mom after that, and she was obviously emotional, and she had a chance to see Chris uh, perform and perform well in Cleveland. And we will now hear what he had to say after a stellar Major League debut at Progressive Field. Honestly, uh, blacked out a little bit. Tried to take in the first few seconds, um, but I had a runner on base, and I didn't. Honestly, didn't want him to score, so that's the competitor in me wanted to leave that runner there. So that that was my first focus, and then kind of told myself I'll take it in right after I'm done. Does it sort of feel surreal out there? Um, at one point, yeah, it was, it was like I'm pitching in a major league game, but it's 60 feet six inches, so it everything's exactly the same. Just a few more fans 
some better hitters. <laughs> Just having, having all your your family here, uh, how much more special is that maybe? It was amazing having them there. Um, so Jessica's mom was there. She wasn't here last night, so it was it was special having her there. She's never watched me play baseball, at least from as far as I can remember. She maybe watched watch me play in Little League, but she hasn't watched me play in a long time. So it was special that she was there. Um, it meant the world. To be stressed out to go three and a third, I mean, now that you've kind of experienced it, how do you just assess the work that you're able to give this club tonight? Um, try to keep us in the ballgame, um, down 5-2, keep us in there, give us a chance to fight. Um, obviously still want to win that ballgame. Um, so and that's that's what I got there. Just keep them in it. What do you have going? you feel like you, all, you had all your pitches going tonight? Or? Um, change up. I only threw one time. But um, other than that, everything felt pretty good. Uh, ran off my fastball a couple times, backed up a couple cutters. Um, but my curveball was there when I needed it. My my slider was there when I needed it, so pretty happy about that. How, how important was it for you to have her there, Jessica's mother? Um, it was. I knew it was going to be emotional. I tried to compartmentalize that, um, but definitely one of those moments where I felt Jessica out there. So, did you get the baseball? I got. I didn't get the first pitch because he swung, but I got the second pitch out and the and the first strikeout. Yeah. Who gets those? Um, I'll probably keep the first strike out, but my first out's going to Jessica's mom for sure. So that was Chris Murphy chatting after uh, his major league debut. And uh, what a what a what a great outing for him. Three and a third innings pitch, two hits, no runs, one walk, five strikeouts, and what uh, ends up being a Red Sox loss, but a great moment for Chris Murphy. And again, it's 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 the highlight and what was a tough night. For the Red Sox, uh, they end up falling five to two. But good stuff from the Southpaw to to get to do it with family in attendance there uh, for this game. And and again, it 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 it's where the 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 beauty of baseball, getting to see a, a young man, twenty five years old, newly minted twenty five year old. Uh, he just turned twenty five a couple days ago, but he gets to go on the mound and perform and uh, perform well. So again, a nice highlight coming from tonight's game. Again, it ends up being a five two loss, but. Chris Murphy making uh, his major league debut, and now he's etched into the record books forever as a major league player. Did want to quickly touch on the rehabbers in AAA Worcester. Yu Chang played a, a rehab game with the Woo Sox today, along with Adam Duvall. Um, and of course, Yu Chang, he suffered that injury to his left hamate bone. It was a fracture. He underwent successful surgery, but then his rehab assignment, uh, he was first supposed to go to double A Portland. He was there. He played one game, but then had to be pulled after due to soreness. And, uh, now he's at triple A Worcester after a little time off after that. And he was in the leadoff spot today, uh, today he went two for three run scored and an RBI. So a nice game for Chang. Uh, out of the leadoff spot. We've talked about the defense. They could really use him up the middle. Meanwhile, Adam Duvall also played in that game. Uh, he was a center fielder. Again, Chang was a shortstop. Duvall in center. He goes one for four today with a walk in the three spot, this being Adam Duvall. And he is expected to join the Red Sox on Friday at Yankee Stadium. That's what he was hoping. To, that was always the target for him. And Alex Corsang, saying if everything goes according to plan, he will be there. I mentioned there was a highlight in double-A Portland tonight, and that's because Marcelo Meyer hit his first double-A home run. It was off the left-handed pitcher. He ends up going two for four, and it was a blast to right field. So awesome to see 
Marcelo Meyer, of course, the top prospect in the Red Sox system, do just that. We do not know for sure yet who is the Red Sox starter tomorrow. Uh, we believe it is Matt Dermody, uh, a left-hander who had been pitching with AAA Worcester, and he was scratched from his start in Worcester on Saturday and then was in Boston on call as an emergency starter this past weekend. He is in Cleveland, and it is reported that he has a locker in the Guardians' visiting clubhouse. So if we are making guesses, educated guesses, and, and again, it's everything basically without it being definitive, but he's going to get the start uh, 99% saying it here for the Red Sox. Tomorrow, it's opposite of Aaron Savali, uh, the former Northeastern product. The Huskies had a really nice season. They made the NCAA tournament. Savali was great during his time with Northeastern, and he's been with the Guardians now for several seasons. And uh, this year, 1-1, one one, 2.0. 04 earned run average today as the Red Sox again they fall to the Cleveland Guardians by a score of 5 to 2 against the Sox. So they're 31 and 31 on the season and now they will look to try to salvage the series finale and win the series uh against the Guardians tomorrow. Want to thank my two producers behind the behind the glass, uh, Brian Frizoko and also Andrew Meehan, both doing a fantastic job. Uh, always appreciate Andrew's work. It's been nice getting to know Brian over the last couple days uh, as the Red Sox. Again, they fall by a score of 5-2 to two against the Guardians. Those reinforcements, we just talked about Duvall and Chang, much needed here at, with the big league club, especially the defense that they can provide. Chang specifically with the defense, Duvall with the offense, because right now offense, defense, both are struggling. Red Sox could use some reinforcements as uh, they try to get back above 500 tomorrow. The Mass Mutual Red Sox pregame show, that starts at 6-10. Joe and Will will have first pitch starting at 7-10 from Cleveland. The final one final time, Guardians 5, Red Sox 2. I'm Joe Weil. Thanks for listening to Red Sox Review on WEEI. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.